Natchan, welcome. <laughs> yeah, many are in the teens here sitting, so I will start with adolescence. That's important, I think. That's an age of growth. You know what is adolescence called in psychology? It is called the First World War. Why it is First World War? Which year the First World War started? 1911. 1911. When did the First World War end? 1990. You understand? So between 11 and 19 is and to form one's own identity. Now look into yourself. How did you say goodbye to your parents? Not physically saying goodbye, but emotionally saying goodbye to parents' way of thinking, parents' way of eating, communicating, expecting, spiritual life, social life, cultural belongingness. See, social, cultural, spiritual aspect is the area of growth. And if you are psychologically aware only, you can do it. Isn't it? Yes. Which part of gospel we can take? St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 51-52. Jesus grew in age and wisdom before man and before God. Isn't it? That's what we are also called. What does incarnation mean? Incarnation means that he became a human being in order to uplift any human condition, any human condition. Yesterday, Thirimani said very correctly, what is gospel preaching? Giving life, John 10, 10. Into the fullness of life you are called. So you are starting in adolescence, growing into the fullness of life as a person. Why the person is important? Even when the Mexican law came, many people are fighting, telling what? Not only citizenship, attend to the person, isn't it? Person is important. Why person is important? Because he died for me. Did he die for you? Definitely. So are you not precious? So what is your identity? <coughs> Tell me your identity. Yes? One day. What? One day. Yes, she said her name. You are? You are child. Oh, I don't know. Yes, not lost time. No, you God's child. God's child. Very good. You see, the stable and the truest identity is that I am a child of God. Can you say that from conviction? That I am a child of God? Each one of you? Yes? That you are a child of God. Who is your father and mother? God Himself is your father and mother. Parents are only ambassadors, caretakers. He only gave life. Only He can take it back also. So your strongest and the basic identity is being a child of God. Alright. From that we go into this first world war of life. So how are we going to say goodbye to the parents? Are you not having the major conflict with parents at this age? I had. You don't have? Do they understand you fully? Never. Why? Though when they went through an adolescence, 
it is very different. Years and years ahead of you, isn't it? So what do they do? How are you dressing? How are you talking? When are you coming? What is your food habit? Who is your friend? Where were you? All kinds of questioning and questioning and questioning. Never a word of appreciation. Oh, I like your barbuda or whatever you are saying. <laughs> I like your hairstyle. I like your smile. The way you are talking is good. The way you read Bible is really clear. You are prayerful. Do we get appreciation and affirmations? We have 22 needs, not four or five needs. In sociology we learn, we have only five needs. What is that? Food, shelter, clothing, sex, job. Isn't it? But in psychology, psycho-spiritually, we have 22 needs. When these needs are not met, we are in conflict with the parents because they are the immediate bump, referees, isn't it? With whom we get into conflict, isn't it? We do have. Don't worry, all emotions are given by God. The emotion of anger, the emotion of fear, the emotion of guilt, the emotion of worry, emotion of anxiety, emotion of any kind of emotions. Gladness, gratitude, satisfaction, everything is from God. Incarnation means He also had all this. Did He had all this? He had. He got frustrated with the Jewish leaders, isn't it? He was angry in the temple. He was sad in Gethsemane. He was frustrated and disappointed. Father, why have you forsaken me on the cross? Was He not emotional? He was. So, your adolescent emotional stage is okay. Do you agree? Yes? It is part of being human. It is normal. Say loudly. It's okay to be emotional. Say. <laughs> I have a right to be emotional. I have a right to be emotional. It is normal to be emotional. It is good to be emotional. Because that is the driving force of life. If you have no emotion, it is like having a Benz car or BMW, not having petrol. You cannot drive anymore. The whole life is going on emotion, including faith and hope, is emotion. Is it not? It is. It is an emotion. And it is a gift from God. So what do we do then? Regulate the emotion, that is what in adolescence we have to learn to do. In the period of this 11 and 18 or 19 or 20, early adolescent finishes by 18, but late adolescents go up to 24. Late adolescents go up to 24 until you find a partner. Is it easy to find a partner in this country? Culturally, sociologically, job-wise, it is very difficult task unless you are well trained to go into intimacy, hunting. Which only few people have. Because intimacy is again a skill learned. A skill learned from where? From parents. How they joke, how they talk, how they introduce, how they communicate. If that is going on regularly in the family, you also learn 
how to relate with the strangers, how to make friendship, how to make a partner. Otherwise it is not that easy. It's not that easy. Isn't it? Do you feel uneasy that the Rimini and others they know? <laughs> Don't feel uneasy. You are going to share between <coughs> yourself. <laughs> Don't feel uneasy. Because you know, at this age, one thing is that, you know, we feel uneasy with elder people. Why do we feel, we feel uneasy with elder people? Because they don't understand us. They think we are peculiar people. Isn't it? So, the first transition of saying goodbye to parents, you just write down adolescence, downward. A-D-O-L-E-S-C-E-N-C-E. That is adolescence. These word itself will explain the characteristics you are going to identify. A stands for ambivalence. At the same time, you will have anger to the parent and also you have the daddy and mommy. Oh, you are so sweet, you give me education, you give me clothing, you take me out for shopping. Two emotions at the same time you go through. That is called ambivalence. Ambivalence. Same time. Positive and negative. So it's normal. Accept it. With awareness when you accept it is no more a problem. It becomes positive. You understand? With awareness when you accept your reality, it is no more a problem. It promotes growth. It promotes growth. Otherwise you go into guilt, thinking that I am abnormal and I am, I am disobedient to my parents. Alright? It is not. Ambivalence is part of growing, part of being an adolescent. Okay? Because early adolescence is there, late adolescence also is here. Second is D stands for dependence. Though you are technically independent, knowledge-wise independent with Americanized accent and language and technology and education and computer language and all slangs, whatever it is, but in life experience you are dependent on parents and also you have to accept it. We cannot just get out of the house just because we can call the police and get out. You know, life needs experience. In that area we are rather immature. So dependency is continued until you get settled into a job and a partner in life. A job and a partner in life. Third thing, openness. In adolescence, you are much open than your parents. So when the parents say, keep the secrecy of the family, you want to shout it on the top of the voice. I don't want any secrets. I want to talk as I feel, as I think, as I decide. Isn't it? Because we think openness in itself is a quality. In itself, though it is a quality, it needs prudence and boundaries, which as an adolescent you do not know. So you start trusting people, any stranger meeting even on the aeroplane or on the road or who is working with you, isn't it? The moment they tell you you are beautiful or you are clever, you feel like going after the person. But that's not going to be successful. You are risking your life. That is why God gave the emotion of fear. Fear is an emotion which prevents risk-taking in your life. 
If there was no fear in you, you would have taken too much risk and damaged your life. So God has put it there. So fear is good. You see now, anger is good. If there was no anger, even somebody steps on your toe, you, you do not know to push your leg back and give a kick, small kick, so that they know that you are stepping on him. Isn't it? That's important. Anger is important to have justice done to yourself for self-respect, for self-boundary. These are important, given by God. So as an adolescent, only you have to remember, emotionally don't go into a hyper level of reaction. You see, I can say that I got offended with you. Praveen, isn't it? The knowledge. yes. I'm telling you, I'm offended at you. What do I mean when I say I'm offended at you? That means I am still holding on to the anger which I don't have a right for. That's the wrong part of it. But if I say that I took offense at the way you talked with me, which I have a right, that means, you know, I was irritated, I was not feeling at ease. Can you see the difference? So, holding on to anger is wrong. It's not Christian. It prevents growth. It damages personality. Never go into that level. Let go. Become aware, accept and then let go. It is human to have. I also get, I also get the out of place talking, isn't it? So I need to be accepting another who talk to me out of place. It's that simple. Yes? With an empathy look at the other and see yourself in the same shoes. Then you understand and you forgive and let go. Okay? This is important. Then loneliness. Loneliness, why God has given loneliness in adolescence? In early adolescence and late adolescence we have loneliness. Why do people get married? The other day we had barbecue dinner because of Independence Day, 242nd Independence Day. I asked a few young people there, 27, 30, 32, 25, four people, why do you get married? They all said, because we love. So why loneliness is given here? Why loneliness? Read chapter Genesis, chapter 1 and 2. You see, he created, he created them in his image as male and female. So completion of self needs a relationship. I told you Trinity is relationship. And marriage is relationship in love, in commitment, in intimacy. And also the instinct of passion. God blessed it in marriage. So the adolescent should know this. This knowledge is important. I told you, major part of counselling and growth is clarifying knowledge, self-awareness. Then you know the path ahead of you, how to manage it, isn't it? Otherwise there is no ready-made answers. It's only clarity that we keep. So that you grow, you don't block yourself. The natural flow of life God has put in everybody. Not only Ten Commandments. Existentially He has put conscience in us. So we know between right and wrong. Book of Deuteronomy, they said, you choose life or you choose death, isn't it? When you follow your conscience, you are following life. So this loneliness is created by God in adolescence so that you search for relationship, learn intimacy skill. How do you make intimacy skill? Make friendship first. There are three, four types of relationship. 
making a peer bonding itself is intimacy skill. How many do not have friends here? Look into yourself, do you have any absence of friendship in your life? Then it is dangerous. Don't only hold on to book and TV and computer, okay? One major defect of this world is internet addiction. Existential vacuum it creates. You sit with yourself and you are in a narcissistic stage of self-love. Spending with yourself alone and taking a selfie. Very stupid, very stupid. Make somebody else to take so that you are related and interdependent. Loneliness will be out, isn't it? Interdependence is a quality. Interdependence is quality, that is trinity. Marriage is that. Co-creation with God the Father, redemption with God the Son, and sanctification with God the Holy Spirit. In day-to-day nitty-gritty life, cleaning, vacuum cleaner, okay? Cooking, everything is part of worshipping God. You are witnessing unconditional love of God. The unconditional love of God, you are witnessing and you are testimony giving to the world, committing yourself in a relationship. Loneliness is created by God so that you search a method of relating, develop the skill of intimacy building. You understand? It's very important. How do we create intimacy building? Start talking about yourself and listen to the other. Communication. Communication is a spiritual discipline. It needs humility to listen to another. It needs patience to repeat something what you already said. I told it once. I told it thrice. Mom, I am not going to tell you. Don't you alert your parents? Don't do that. Be humble and patient. Communicate again. Third time, fourth time, fifth time. It needs a spiritual discipline. That is the only way to keep relationship going. Is it not? But are we doing this? Loneliness. Sometimes people in this country remain lonely. I don't want to get married. One lady told me, because I see men are domineering here. The Syrian men are domineering. The Indian men are domineering. They are ordering around. Well, in marriage also we have to keep employment and homekeeping both together. Isn't it? Balance it. Learn to balance employment and homemaking. We, we need both. Because homemaking is unnoticed by some people. I know one day was took place just because that man was not helping in anything in homemaking. He will come only at the middle of the night and he will sit and say that serve food for me, put into the microwave, wash the plate, clean everything for him. You see? Can you sit like that? Then you will be lonely. Always participate. Participate, accommodate, communicate. And be inclusive. Everywhere you include the other. The more you know to include the other, less loneliness. Isn't it? Very important. That experimentation. Is there anybody who has not experimented here? As an adolescent, we all have experimented something stupid. Isn't it? Yes. Please admit that. Why this is important? We all have experimented. 
something stupid. Why? That is part of being an adolescent. You are growing. You want to have something, risk-taking behavior is a thrill. And you feel you have grown up. You feel that you decided. You feel that you are the order of everything. Isn't it? Yes. But do something. After experimentation, be humble and say that God will judge you, okay. That is all right. It is not only God's judgment. Please learn to communicate with the adult world also. Don't be afraid to communicate with the adult world. They are not going to kill you. They are not going to shame you. They are not going to reject you. It is out of fear that we don't communicate with parents or teachers or co-workers or the boss or the achans or kachamas or anybody. Even to go for a counselling, people are afraid. Because they come and ask me, Sister, will you tell to somebody? I said, I am not, never going to say to anybody. Because I myself don't want to hold it in my head. Something which is very negative that I hear, isn't it? I leave it to God. The good God who created them will give them the answer. Do I have the answer for all, all the problems of everybody? I don't have. But this experimentation, please be careful and you ask the Holy Spirit, the gift of wisdom, discernment, the gift of prudence, the gift of goodness, the gift of understanding, so that you don't wildly experiment with the drug or alcohol or sex or what all things, pornography addiction. So many kids come to me with the pornography addiction. Eighth standard onwards, from where do they get? Through the internet, through the telephone. What is happening to them? Next is sexuality, so there I will tell the adolescence or Eliuliki. S. S stands for sexuality. There is a spirituality in sexuality. There is spirituality in ecology. There is spirituality in everything because God created the whole universe. Not even a split of a second, nothing exists without Him. So there is a spirituality in everything. In the sacrament of marriage, sexuality is used as a moment of grace giving one to the other, just like in Holy Communion. And if you are going to abuse your body impulsively, just to experiment, just because of a passion that comes in, passion can come in because of the hormonal change. You see, there are four hormones which are coming in and out. So you may feel like, you know, you may feel like experimenting, but these are dangerous issues. But in this world, maybe less is happening, but in India more it is happening. I do not know why. Though we hush hush and say that nothing is happening, it is all happening. Okay. So we have to think, we have to be aware about body's change and rhythm, and also we need to be aware about the body's interaction with the other person. You see, sexuality has got five dimensions. Intellectually, you can be sexual. In the same topic, when you talk, you get a pleasure when you talk with another. With another opposite sex, when you work, you get happiness. Because the other affirms you and gives you a kind of recognition. You see how God has created us? So sexuality is not only physical. There is a wrong idea. You understand? 
intellectually, socially, emotionally, and also spiritually. If you are same spiritually oriented person, same living for the same cause and value, you feel supported, like a dad or a brother or a sister with one another. Can you see that? Bonding, any kind of bonding emotionally that you get is God-given. You understand? We believe in the communion of saints, but not in the Nicene Creed, but in the Apostles' Creed it is there. We use both. In Zero Malabar we use both. Why? We need to think about this. That cannot be explained. What is that? It is something beyond our body. The moment you hear that you are Christian, the moment you hear you are Malayali, don't you feel some botteredness? Why? Can you explain it? We cannot explain exactly. We feel that the other understands you. That we come from the same background and we eat the same food and breathe the same air, some kind of feeling. Like Achan was telling, you know, it is like Madhimalaya, it is Delaware River which is flowing here. But in imagination he went to that place. In smell he went to that place. In sight he went to that place. What is happening there? A belongingness, a boundedness. This is very important in life. So, sexuality has got spiritual dimension, emotional dimension and cultural dimension, social dimension, intellectual dimension and lastly physical. Even in the physical dimension, there are five levels. Intimacy by holding the hand is there, by giving a hug is there, by giving a kiss is there, by sitting next to one another is there, by praying together or singing together is there. But only in marriage, the real physical intimacy in its highest passion is allowed. But some people invest themselves earlier. And then their self-esteem goes down. What is self-esteem? That which keeps your mental health is deep respect for oneself. As God respects you, as God loves you, that dignity you lose when you invest yourself without any commitment, without any loyalty, without any deeper relationship. Isn't it? Got it? Alright, we go into the next. Communication. You see, adolescence is a period when you learn communications. God is a communicating God. God is a now God. In Jeremiah, in Lamentations, chapter 3 it says, Every morning His love is new. Every day He is communicating with a new sunrise and with a new flower with the new shoots of grass, he is communicating new opportunities, your faith in Jesus Christ, breaking the word of God, the communion in the Holy Eucharist. Everything, each day, each hour he is communicating. So, in a family life, in a friendship life, as an adolescent, learn to communicate facts and figures every day. Where did you go? Where did you spend? Emotionally, how you feel? Are you happy? What did you learn? Are you unhappy? Your disappointment, your expectation, frustration. And communicate again by expressing, by expressing. I love you. Everybody in America says, hi doing. I love you, isn't it? Are they automatically telling? But something positive, isn't it? Expression is needed. Communication. Third level. Fourth level communication is soulmate. Talk deeper dreams about your life. 
your future plans, your career plans, the type of partner that you want, the type of work where you want to work, where do, where do you want to go on vacation, what kind of workshop you want to attend, stress management. Any stress that you go through is anxiety producing. Why do we get stressed? When our self-esteem is poor, we are stressed. How do we get out of stress? I like to be know it started, you know. Breathe in, hold it, throw it out. He did it, isn't it? I learned in US. I learned it in Maryland, okay? The psychological advanced therapies. So there they teach you stress management. They tell you to dissociate the negative part of your experiences. Put it on the attic and say, I want to work now. Then you dissociate. Stress is disappeared. You understand? Willfully you can dissociate. Keep it on the attic. My anger to my mother or to the boyfriend or to somebody who is hated or the boss who put me down. Americans show faces, isn't it, when they don't like you? Yes. Forget about it. Why do you want to carry it on your chest? Put it on the attic. Then start doing your work. You understand? Learn to dissociate. That's a skill of stress management. Another way of stress management is breathing. Third way of stress management is chewing up. Fourth level is cycling. Fifth level is exercise, swimming. You understand? Stress management is important. And prayer. Take everything to prayer. There is a God who accepts you as you are unconditional. Before Him you are very important and precious. You are equal to anybody. You bring your enemy, whoever made fun of you, to the cross. And put it there. Burn it with His blood. And let it become ashes. Let it not sit on your chest. Okay? Stress management is important in communication. Next is emotional balance. Emotional balancing is very important as an adolescent. Even in marriage, why people get divorced? Some people's anger. Anger management you have to learn. You make a, what do you call a scale from 0 to 100. How many times you are shouting? How many times you are using abusive language? How many times are you pushing and pulling people or things? These are all aggressive ways, isn't it? What you can do is that anger is part of being normal. You can say that I am angry or irritated rather than shouting or beating or kicking. Then anger goes away. You understand? Say that I am a bit irritated. I don't understand. It is bothering me. I am unhappy. I am angry. I am a bit distressed or stressed. When you talk like that, anger leaves you. It is just like a barking dog. When it comes to bite you, the, if you start kicking at him, he will really bite you. Call him by name. Anger, come on, welcome. Welcome. You have a right to be angry. It is okay to be angry. It is good to be angry. But I don't want you to sit on my chest for a long time. Sit here. Let me do something better. I'll give shake Can you see that? When you become aware, call it by name, accept and understand, you can go ahead. Anger is in balance. Emotionally, you become balanced. Every emotion is like that. 
become aware, call it by name, accept it, understand that it is okay, it is normal to be angry and then decide that I don't want to carry it for a long time. I already told Praveen, Praveen I was, I am offended at you, I am offended at you, that means I am holding anger. I can say Praveen, I got, I, I really got an offense when you talked to me. But now it is gone, I let you. You understand? Don't hold it back. There is the problem. If you hold it back, you develop ulcer in the stomach. You develop headache. Many young people are depressed. I, I did a study. I found that below the age of 25, almost 70% of people go into depression. Not clinical depression, but emotional depression, headache, backache, you know, mood off, not eating, not sleeping, not concentrating, not able to complete the work. Have you experienced it? I have experienced it. You have not? Yes? Now, share with each other whether you have all this, okay? I'll give you five minutes. Each one has got a part. Only three more points, that is not career and education, which somebody else is taking, I don't want to take. Career and education is the next part. Five minutes, I want to question interaction. I don't want to talk like
my mom always used to handle that by being calm. Even then, even 
you know, the mom repeats the same thing again and again you after they said yes, this. You need to understand their education is rather poor or their exposure to the world is very narrow. So do we forgive also people? We all are in periphery in certain areas, isn't it? And marginalized. They conserve it. That's all. We will fully conserve it. We will need to accept. Parents are there, isn't it? They are parents. Even Jesus was questioned by Mary and Joseph. Where were you? We were worried about you. Jesus said that I have my father's disease. I was told you are no Any kind of thing is a progressive operation. Do you understand? Nothing is sure 100% with anybody. Everything is black and white. Not black or white. The moment your cognition is black or white, you are in an absolute theory. That's very bad. Then you judge people. You exclude people. That's very incorrect, isn't it? Good. Questions, questions. That means you reflected deeply. They reflected deeply. Come on. Question shows that you are a supermarket. Trust is a big word. Yes. What is trust means? You see, trust means that I feel that you can be depended upon. Okay? Right. That uh, at any place, at any time. They are anxious. Why don't you understand that way? You see, well, anybody when they question. Like if you don't have, you don't have kids, so you don't understand. That's mommy tells me. Yes. You don't have kids, so you don't understand. Obviously, like but. Yes, that is one way of justifying their anxiety. Yeah. 
instead of telling that I am anxious, I am not sure of myself, they are talking their language. They are responsible for their language, you are not. Why do you want to take it up just like a bloating paper like that? Don't take their emotions onto your head. Mommy, I understand you are anxious because of your love for me, your concern for me. But I feel as interference, talk back like that. I feel it as interference, not as love. Tell them your inner world. You see, in communication, we need to talk about our inner world. Mummy is justifying telling that I am not sure about you. It is not that she is not sure about you. She is anxious. She is not sure about herself as a mother. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> yes. Because you know, teenager or an younger person, she feels responsible if something wrong happens, the whole parish will be blaming them, the husband will be blaming them, and the whole family will be after her, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, if you register a marriage or if you run away to some other place, they have wild imagination because that is. <laughs> so I wanted to go off what you said. Everything in our culture, um, we Independence is really only established after marriage, and I think I see that as like someone who's a woman. I come to her and tell me, "You can do this when you're married. You can do that when you're married." So, how can we establish independence without like introducing the concept of marriage? You see, there is no need of marriage as such. What they mean is that you know your decisions or your decision making or discernment is proper enough or self-protective. That is what they are worried about, physically, sexually, emotionally, you understand? Mm -hmm. Job-wise, money-wise, there are all areas that they are worried about because before you get married, all these areas are not settled. It is their anxiety that they are talking about. Then you tell them that, Mom, I grew up here. I grew up with friends who already have given me models of proper behavior. And I am reading enough of book and uh, getting information from the website. I have enough skill for creativity, for dynamism, for problem solving, for empathy, for job, communication. See, there are 12 skills that people have to learn before they ever they can get settled in life. Money alone is not enough. A degree alone is not enough. A job alone is not enough. There are many psychosocial skills one has to learn, which the parents didn't have. So they are measuring you with that. Please understand. Okay. They might win by saying, you know, they have a lot of experience. But that is a very limited experience. Not culturally exposed as they this and kids are. But young kids also, though they are technically educated, not the socially, culturally and spiritually having enough skill. Problem solving is a skill. Taking help from others is a skill. Communication and assertiveness is a skill. Emotional balancing is a skill. Decision making is a skill. All these things people don't have. That they also should admit. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. A sister which is a repeating phenomenon. When they have grown up and family uh, life, they, they say protected and married. Yeah. Generation to generation. Right. It's not only a cultural issue. 
they know many things. Every through uh, the videos and everything they know. But they don't have the skills. As you said, they don't know how to use the knowledge that they have practically in life. And to put it into practice, they need the help, guidance uh, of the uh, of the parents, the elders, elders. So when when the knowledge and the skills of the parents, when that's put together, they can have a healthy uh, yeah. Dialogue is a must. Yeah. Parents yeah. also may not have the skill. Yeah, may not have all the skill. I, I don't like this. Good question. Yes. 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 Oh, so you said like behaviors are usually like changed over time. Right. Well, what about cyclical behaviors that are difficult to get rid of? You see, like you know, personality is developed between the age of eight and eighteen. But this personality, certain factors are stable factors. You understand? For example, the way you are, the way you are, um, what do you call, see reality only, to elevate reality. Some of these are stable. For example, it can be important to spirituality, or variety of punctuality. That doesn't change, even with age. You understand? But there are certain areas, like emotional areas, you can change. Yes, you can go into depression, helplessness, if you are an achiever, you know. Whenever you are not first or hundred percent, you can go into depression. I am not good enough. self-talk ups. You can change that. No, I need not be. I can be average and be happy. I need not be hundred percent and the proper. I can be happy if I decide, isn't it? It's my decision. So, there's a cognition that you can change. And then your emotional feeling of um, a successful man doesn't disappear. Otherwise, you yourself under evaluation. Or you may have a binocular vision, going on holding, you know, negative things of your childhood and parenting in your head. You can let go and decide that today I am not a child. I can decide to be happier and healthier, isn't it? Certain areas you can change, and certain you cannot. We need help. There are 14 personalities types. Some are suspicious, some are convulsive, some are controlling, perfectionistic. Some are aggressive, some are wishy-washy, some are leisurely, some are too much dependent, others are aggressive, another is quizoid. Fourteen types there are styles. These styles, sometimes in marriage, we want to change, but we are not able to change by midlife people going to divorce. Because there comes a crisis that the other party cannot bear with you. You understand? So change is inevitable. You need to change. Take help, I always say. Nobody is self-sufficient. 